Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Healy and Bailey Notebook. Uh, today we've got a guest joining us from the nation's capital, the one and only Matteo de Brienne. Matteo, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you guys doing? Good, good. It's uh, warmed up after all the snowstorms we had. I, I don't know uh, what the weather's like in Ottawa, but uh, ho hopefully it's not too chilly for you. Uh, no complaints over here. Uh, all the snow's melted already, so hopefully we can get some training outside. I was going to say, we must have gotten all the snow that Ottawa usually gets, I think, this year. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, speaking of training, obviously, uh, you know, your signing was announced in December. Um, and this must have been a little bit of a different offseason for you, just in terms of, you know, you're getting to stay and play in front of your friends and family. What's uh, what's the last little bit been like? And, and you know, do you have to pinch yourself uh, looking down at the Athletical Ottawa crest on your uh, your shirt? In all honesty, it's an incredible feeling. Uh, you know, being home is always something that's very special to me because, uh, one, I got my family and friends here, and two, it's just it, it's the place I grew up. Uh, but also just, you know, being able to uh, finally be home after how many years it's been. I, I played at Carleton for, it would yeah. have been uh, three months, and then I uh, ended up moving to Winnipeg. So it's kind of nice that now I'm, I'm kind of settled for the year and uh, – you know, I'm able to get going where I, I actually started off as a pro. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Mateo, Mitchell. Uh, I think this is the first thing I said in this episode so far. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, kind of touching on that, you know, I've seen some videos of you, Ollie Bassett, uh, Chris Tordek, and everyone kind of getting out and about training and, and getting involved in the community in Ottawa. Um, you know, how much of the current squad have you met since uh, you came over in, in December and, and what's it been like getting to know them? It's been great. I mean, I've got to see a lot of the faces, like you said, Chris Tordick, uh, Ali Bassett, Tier Walker as well. So it's really nice to be able to gel with a lot of the players. Even the, the draft pick, one of my good buddies, Luca Piccioli, uh, who will be joining us in preseason. So it's been really good to, to actually be able to, to get touches with the guys and get, get, well, get good chemistry, obviously, uh, ahead of preseason. That's wicked. Um, obviously, in addition to yourself, there's been a number of really exciting signings. Uh, I I saw someone on on Twitter said it's uh, the winter the winter of Fernando, which I uh, thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, given all the talent you guys have coming into training camp this year, uh, who are you most excited to play with? I think one player I'd have to say is probably Balu Tabla. Uh, mm. forward is because on the left side of the field I'm as a left back and he's probably going to end up playing as a left winger and so for me just seeing where he's came from and you know what he's done for not only the club but you know in his career so far is something that I'm very excited to to be able to see uh, how bo the both of us go together especially uh, you know I have to give it to Ali Bassett as well because you know when I was playing at Valor with a good midfielder like Diego Gutierrez you know I'm very excited to see uh you know, the differences between the two. Yeah, definitely. And, and I know that you, you can't share tactics yet, but do you have any idea, you know, what Carlos has in store for you positionally in the, the coming season? Like you played all over the pitch with Fowler. You know, do you think that'd be the case again? Or will you be kind of tied down to a more specific role? Uh, when I spoke to, uh, to Carlos, I believe he has the same kind of fundamentals to things. And, you know, uh, of what I know so far is that he sees me as a player who can play many roles, which is very, very nice to hear. And so, you know, this season I, I might end up playing as a, a left winger, maybe more attacking and more, maybe more in the central. So, uh, you know, hopefully come preseason, I'm able to, 
you know, really get more of a, an answer, but I'm excited to play anywhere as long as it's on the field. So. Yeah. What, one player I also wanted to talk about is uh, El Toro himself, Alberto Zapater, uh, you know, arguably one of the, the biggest transfers ever in, in the CPL's history, just given everything that he's accomplished in La Liga um, and his career over in Spain. Um, have, have you had the chance to meet Del Toro yet? Uh, you know, what, what's he like? Like he's, he's, he's pretty stone faced on the broadcast. So I was curious. Yeah, no, he's uh, I've met him a few times. We have sessions that we go out at Louis Riel where it's a bunch of the pros. We get together, we get some training in and you know, that's where I've seen him the most. He's a very good character and he seems like obviously he's he's played uh top football he knows what he's talking about and so it's really nice to get some you know words of wisdom and even just learning off of him because of uh, the quality of player he is uh and also some of you guys may think he has no character he's a funny guy so you know <laughs> i'm excited to, to get that going this season uh, maybe we'll, we'll uh, have to have him on the, the show sometime here yeah I, I was just gonna say speaking of fun uh obviously he's taken el toro over from la liga um it, did the guys have a nickname for him in, in the locker room? Yes. Like at, at Athleti is, is, uh, does everyone just call him El Toro or. I, I believe there, there might be a nickname. I haven't quite heard of it yet, but uh, I'm sure in the upcoming days when we start up, I'll, uh, I'll figure that out. You'll, you'll have to keep us updated then. <laughs> no problem. Um, kind of going into some stats here. I, I was reading earlier, earlier on, uh, on Twitter, a uh, courtesy of uh, CPL by the numbers uh, in 2023. You were top 96% in the league when it came to interceptions, 93% in uh, key passes, 92% touches, 86% in accurate crosses, I think it was. I uh, don't know if you you know that, but uh, now you do. Uh, um, with that being said, you know, you're a player that's constantly involved, capable of winning the ball back and, and making things happen. Um, you know, considering you're already at an elite category in the league regarding these strengths, um, you know, how do you plan on building on this momentum and, you know, improving even more? And, and, and what aspects of your game are you perhaps looking to grow in 2024 as well? Absolutely. Uh, you know, hearing those stats, it's pretty cool. Obviously, I, I try not to, to focus too much on those things because obviously it all depends on the performance you have on the day. And it's one of those things where so... You know, I just try to to make sure I can accomplish everything that I, I want uh, in the 90 minutes. Um, but, you know, seeing how the season went last year, obviously it was a disappointing season for, for us as a collective. But, uh, you know, there was also a lot of positives to take from it where, you know, certain guys had to step up to the task. And, you know, I felt like me being one of those where I had to really push myself through everything, especially going from a hamstring injury to a meniscus surgery, which I came back right away for. So... You know, it's nice to be around those guys and motivated, but obviously having Daryl Fordyce as uh, an assistant coach at Valor and playing with him the year prior, it was something where he really pushed me uh, to make sure that, you know, even if I am considered to be playing out of position, even though I played there before, he made sure that as a left uh, wing back, I was able to either get up the field, come back defend, come help centrally, make sure I have the quality to deliver the balls in the box as well. So it was nice to have, good mentorship and being able to to learn the position properly. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, also talking about the season ahead, obviously Ottawa has made a, a you know, number of significant signings this off season. Um, and then with temporary, you know, temporarily former now, once again, uh, Ryan Yesley joining you as of last week, um, you know, what are your thoughts on, on the squad heading in towards April? It seems like a very dangerous team uh, that, that Ottawa is trying to build kind of like the Avengers. I'd like to put it into, into work. <laughs> 
Um, I think it'll be something uh, very, very good. I'm very excited to really, you know, see how all these top players do together because that was my biggest thing is, you know, the amount of top guys that we have, okay, let's see how well we can all play together. And if it, you know, works in our favor, then it's going to be something incredible for the people of Ottawa, the fans, and, you know, even for us as, a, you know, a team. Yeah, and I was just to add to that as well, like it's it's got to be huge for other players potentially looking to come in when they already see, okay, you have Ollie Bassett, who's, you know, the co-reigning Golden Boot winner. Uh, you know, you've got Tabo coming back yourself or whatever. It's got to be a lot easier for the recruitment side to be like, okay, I'm going to get to play with quality players on the pitch and and really make a run after after you know last year wasn't what the club wanted, right? So it's it's got to be a good feeling on on your end. And then you know I see that as a very positive thing because knowing that you know I'm going to have a guy uh, to compete with in the left back position, Tiso. You know I I think I'm very excited and I think a lot of guys are as well because I I believe the environment's going to be something more than competitive where guys are really going to be pushing themselves uh further than they have before to, to keep themselves in the starting 11 and uh you know even looking at my my good teammate uh, ryan yesley having to compete with nate ingham is going to be something tough but it's going to be you know really good to share the pitch with the both of them and you know see you know how much they can all grow together yeah um, and i'm glad you talked about yesley as well because um i and and hopefully uh Athletical Ottawa's comms team isn't too mad at me or whatever, but I heard about that trade or um, sorry that that uh, signing, and I was like, holy crap! Like that that's huge to have two keepers of of that pedigree uh, battling between the sticks, right? So that that's just got to raise the level of the whole squad. Absolutely, it's good. I mean, you know, being good friends with Ryan uh, throughout my last two years as a pro as well, it, you know, it's been nice to grow close to him and just seeing his ambitions and how hard he works in training. And he's a player who just doesn't give up. So obviously come preseason when he has to really compete with Nate, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's just going to be something where the both goalies are going to get something out of it. Yeah. Um, just shifting a little bit, obviously, you know, it was a big move for for you to leave Valor and and uh, a big hit for that club. Um, you know, do you, do you have it memorized when, when you're going back to, to Winnipeg? Like, is that, is that like a big big fixture on your calendar or, or are there a couple matches that you're kind of looking forward to uh, wearing the athletic kit? Home opener. I think it's April 13th. Uh, very excited for that one. Uh, nevertheless, you know, June 9th is uh, I believe the date that we do play in Winnipeg. Uh, and so obviously every game's a big game. Uh, every game's very important to me. Some games might be a little bit different, but uh, you know, I always have the same ambitions uh, come to those. But uh, yeah, no, April, April 13th, the moment I'm able to officially wear a Debrian jersey and play for my hometown, Athletical Ottawa, will be something I'm very, you know, excited for. Yeah, and building off that as, as well, just, you know, looking ahead to the, the home opener. As of right now, like, what, what's it been like? Just, I see you, you know, you're wearing the jacket right now. Uh, you know, just wearing the kit around town following the signing. Do you have... Uh, you know, many old friends or former teammates reaching out to you, just people coming up to you in the street. Like, what has that uh, welcome home element been like for you? It's been pretty cool, I'd have to say, especially uh, at the moment I work at Canadian Tire Centre where the Ottawa Senators play. Me and my sisters, we work there. We uh, run the food to the people in the 100 sections. And it's kind of interesting when I get stopped by people and, you know, I'm either getting congratulated or before I even sign for Ottawa, they're like, wow. You, you you should come to Ottawa. I'll talk to Fernando for you. And I was like, yeah. I don't, 
So it's pretty cool to get the, you know, the recognition there, but obviously I need to make sure that I'm worth the recognition. So this year is going to be a big year for me and, and the team. So I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, I can give everybody what they expect out of me. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible campaign to watch on social media. It seemed like uh, every day there was someone who was tweeting at Fernando to be like, you know, <laughs> have you talked to him yet? Wink, yeah. wink twice if, if yes. So uh, that's, it's pretty cool to, again, you know, this has kind of been an off season of homecomings across the league, whether Vancouver uh, has had some as well, but uh, Chris Vardek, as I understand, he's also from the Ottawa area. So that's, uh, that's, that's gotta be huge. I just have um, a quick question here real oh, quick. Yeah. Like, what is it like for you, uh, Mateo, to see, you know, that kind of push from, from supporters, you know, in your, in your home city being like, they want you to, you know, they're tweeting, you know, they're posting and then, and, and they're tweeting at the, the club owner saying like, you know, get a hold of this guy and bring him over. Like you behind the scenes, what are your, what's your thought process when you see stuff like that publicly online? You know, I, I smile a lot when I see things like that. Obviously I can't really comment like when, you know, I was on Valor because Valor was my team and I was really focused on, you know, just being there. So it's everything behind the scenes. I'd kind of get my family members who would like shoot it to me on DM on Twitter. So I'd see it there, but uh, you know, it, I'd say it's a confidence boost for me as well, knowing that, you know, I have the people who really, really want me to succeed. Um, and so I think that really helped my decision when coming to Ottawa, knowing that, you know, I'd be, uh, you know, with the right group. Definitely. Just a couple more questions here. Um, you mentioned that the home opener for Athletic Ottawa will be April 13th. Uh, last year, I think there was almost 8,000 fans in attendance. Uh, how many of your friends and family do you think are going to be uh, there for your first match? A lot. You know, I have a lot <laughs> in Montreal, so I know as well that uh, they're going to come down. So, you know, it now it's more about, okay, come preseason, let's see how good I can do to get myself in that 11 to take part in that first game. That, that for me, is going to be my biggest goal. And then from there, I can build on from that because, you know, having family come in from out of town, it's always, you know, a blessing because I don't get to see them so often. So, you know, I'd like to, to give them a show. That's wicked. Um, last question, uh, just to sort of wrap things up here. Uh, we're obviously the, the, the footy culture here in Canada is still growing. Uh, for anyone who's an away fan, who's going to be traveling to Ottawa anytime this season. Do you have a recommend recommended like stop for, uh, for lunch or, or supper or just for drinks in uh, the downtown Ottawa area or, or what's your go-to, I guess. See, that's a, that's a good shout because I honestly haven't been out too, too much uh, when I'm in Ottawa. I know right by the stadium, there's a place called Kettleman's Bagels, and I'd say that's like a really good snack place. Uh, I, I mean, when I was in Ottawa, that was like one of my favorite spots to go to. Um, but if you're looking for like a dinner thing, I'd say probably Lone Star. It's like, uh, mm. like fajitas and stuff like that. that. That's my favorite place to go. I think that's really good. I was going to say post, uh, po post-match celebration after the opener, right? <laughs> Those two locations yep. are now just become the unofficial sponsor of this podcast episode. Shout out Perfect. to them. <laughs> we'll, we'll, um, we'll have to reach out. I, I got one question as well. What's a, uh, a random Matteo de Brienne fact about you that uh, people don't know? Hmm. That's a good one, actually. Um, I... I don't know how to do a front flip unless I score a goal. Really? <laughs> I it's the a first front flip you ever did? Was it after scoring a goal? Yeah, I, I didn't know how to do it. I just did it. I think it's straight adrenaline. I actually have no clue how to do it. Can you do it outside of the 
stadium environment? I don't think so. I haven't, I haven't, really, I haven't tried, so I actually have no clue. So That's I think, that, yeah, to me, I don't even know how to do it. It just ends up, my body takes over after a goal and I do something like that. So no, not to get in your head at all, but now athletical fans are going to be waiting for that when you score. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for that moment as well. So it'll be exciting. Don't do any front flips between now and then. Sounds good. <laughs> Promise that. Sweet. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mateo. We really appreciate it. Um, is there anywhere that people can follow you? I know you're you're active on social media. Um, where, where can people find you at? They can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter with just my username, like just my name itself. But, uh, but yeah. Perfect. Again, thank you so much for your time. And uh, Mitchell, where can people find you on social media? They can find me. I'm Canadian Soccer Talk on X. So that's at Can Football Talk, F-U-T-B-O-L. Um, shout out Matteo Debrian. You've liked a few of my posts in the past, man. So much appreciate love. it. <laughs> Thank you guys That's... very much. Really appreciate it. Perfect. All right. What about you, Josh? Quick. Shout oh out yeah, for you. of course, myself. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and for myself, you can find me Ash Wanderers Notes uh, for all my Wanderers themed content on Twitter, uh, but also my personal profile for uh, just general CPL news, and that's uh, at Josh R J Healy. And also, you can find me at my blog WanderersNotes.ca. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and uh, we'll see you later. Peace out.